Hello, my name is Percival Steelbreeze. Instead of talking to you about supporting Noobs and Dragons by going to patreon.com slash gamezillamedia, instead I'd rather talk about another project that they're involved in. You see, Craig WK and Chops, the DM and the player for Alistair Lockwood, they do another show, you see. It's uh, called Legend of Retro. It's where they talk about old classic video games with their friend Xander. I do think that you would enjoy it. You should check it out. It releases every Thursday. Uh, do enjoy the show if you're a fan of old gaming. Uh, but if you're not, no worries. Continue watching Noobs and Dragons. We do appreciate it. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group learned that Alistair's schematics are for an ancient artifact called the Lunasolar Cannon, which is part mechanical and part biological. Then the group decided to track down the Pain Chateau to learn more about the Dream Journal. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So you guys are talking with uh, Phil Fizz at the Red Leaf Brewery uh, about uh, you know the disappearance of that child and the flap doors opened wide and it was Von Dracovich about to order a drink now that you're out of town and then he skirted off into the darkness. I swear to God. And Phil Fizz goes, was that a like seven foot tall nope. floating dragon man? Yeah, I didn't see anything. <laughs> Did you guys see anything? <laughs> I didn't see anything. Uh, roll uh, deception. Damn it. I don't think you had one too many drinks there, Phil Fizz. He's the bartender. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. <laughs> It's his bar. He hey, does what he wants. I mean, yeah, he can get drunk if he wants. Um, What'd you get? What was it? Deception? Deception. 24? He goes, maybe I have had a few. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, um, what were we talking about again? I don't. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, the kid that was missing. <clears throat> oh, right, right. I like how you laugh and say, don't remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, Zephlar. Uh, poor kid, he's a half-elf. Uh, I don't know, his uh, uh, pops comes in here every so often. Uh, I think maybe the mom left home. I don't really know. I, I try not to get too involved with my clients' life stories here. But, uh, yeah, I guess uh, uh, the kid went missing about a week ago. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty depressing stuff. You don't know his dad's name? Uh, I know what he looks like. Okay. I, I, I can... I can I can see his face. Yeah, uh, it just uh, I don't know his name. Okay, yeah. I think his last name might be uh, uh, Gus Spring. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we can if we need to. Anyways, uh, okay, that's not good. Did they say where he went missing? I guess just out of the the home. Uh, I I don't know. I don't really know a lot of the details. Like I said, I I try to stay not involved. And uh, you know when you're Dealing with something called the Boogeyman? Uh, I don't want. Nah, I don't want to get involved. He goes. Uh, did you guys want your drinks? 
Yes. I'm going to take two now. <laughs> he slides you uh, four drinks then, and uh, uh, yeah, and he he accepts currency up front. <laughs> <laughs> How much are these? Uh, he'll he'll take a uh, uh, silver piece per drink, so four silver I, I got I got this wrong, guys. And you pay uh, uh, Phil Fizz, and you guys kind of sit in the bar, and it's quiet and somber, and you guys are about the only three talking. I, like, slide my drink to the empty seat next to me and go, hey, I know you're there. You want some? Well, uh, make a D20 check for me. 17. You slide the drink into the stool, like, uh, to an empty stool. And you whisper, and nothing happens. <laughs> Tilly, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. nothing. And you swipe it's, your drink back. <laughs> yep. You know, guys, it's kind of depressing in here. Did you want, uh, I don't know, do you want me to sing a song and try to bring up the mood, uh, perform for people? Uh, yeah, you know? Sure, you sure, know what? why not? You know what? Yeah, I'd love to watch yeah. you perform for the people. Yeah. How many people are in this in this bar? Um, I I think four is what I let you know. Like five, oh, wait, including us. Oh no, not inc- oh. including <laughs> okay. you. Okay, so it's like one other person. No, no, okay. there's a, a couple other forest elves. Uh, there's us a few and half fizzy. Elves. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, okay, is there like a, a section where like maybe like someone can perform some music or anything or uh, like a little small stage? There's not necessarily a small stage, but there is like a corner that doesn't have any like tables or or chairs or anything. All right, Phil Fizz, is it okay if I just you know try to liven up things in here by playing a song? He looks around at the uh, clientele and he goes, uh, "I couldn't hurt." All right. Well, uh, excuse me for a moment, group. I'm gonna go over here and uh, you know lay down some tunes. I got this new gnomish saxophone that I haven't oh that's right haven't been able to really use since I've gotten it, and mm-hmm. uh, it's called. Shut up and go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'm going to go into the corner and make a performance uh, check. uh, Play on my saxophone. By all means. Make that performance check. 15. Uh, 15. Uh, It sounds pretty good. It's uh it, the the gnomish saxophone is it's not quite like a regular like sounding saxophone. It kind of has like weird off key kind of like sounds that come from it. That it seems like that's maybe on purpose. Mm-hmm. I sit over at the bar and boo, Alistair, boo, boo. There's a kid missing. We're not here to celebrate. Boo. Jeez, I'm boo. just trying to liven. You're the, the worst. Boo. Just trying to liven the mood you, up. Break Make- your neck. Boo. Make a persuasion check with advantage to see how well uh, into the into this the crowd gets. With advantage. Oh yeah, with advantage. Why? That's <laughs> just me. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna give you guidance. <laughs> Bunch of jerks. Um, what 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 am I? What is this for? Uh, persuasion, persuasion to, to okay. get the crowd to join in. That would be a eight. With an eight, you're the only one booing, and like one of the uh, the you hear one of the like half elves on the side's like it's not so bad. I turn to the half elf and like shut up. <laughs> Make an intimidate check. God, <laughs> this is turning into an awful time. Ah, uh, my intimidation is a six. 
I'm rolling horrible right now. Because <laughs> you're, you're trying great. to ruin my performance. It's uh, garbage. You you tell the guy to shut up, and he doesn't like he doesn't try to confront you or anything. But he's certainly not scared off by you. Uh, and uh, Alistair, you you play and you finish, and despite uh, Jandar's booing, you hear like a few people. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now that you're all done I clapping, call... why don't you get out there and actually look for the kid that's missing? Oh, well, yeah, you're all garbage. <laughs> and I walk out of the bar. The 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 <laughs> reprobates in the uh, the tavern who aren't really the investigating type don't get up to go look for the kid or anything. And uh, Phil Fizz uh, uh, looks to Utility and he goes, uh, "Do they do this often?" Yeah, I um, am like kind of in shock and set the stool down because he caught me in the act of like slow dancing with this stool <laughs> in the performance. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I go, oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, this is kind of a normal thing. Okay. So, well, uh, have a good night. Yeah. Any other any requests? Anybody else want another song? Awkward silence. <laughs> you hear me outside. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, let's 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 go out. I was gonna play the song I wrote called Careless Whisper, but uh guess I'll save it for another day. <laughs> yeah, next time we're in You didn't write that song. Lord Alistair, else did. Lord Alistair Lockwood, uh thank you and I wish you all the best. Good night. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> and you three are now outside, and you've all, like just made the the tavern even more awkward than it was. <laughs> if that was even possible, why do you gotta be yeah. such a dick, Jandar? I was trying to lighten the mood. There's People no lightning in the mood. There's a kid missing, yes. and if he's been gone for a week and a half, that means he's pretty much dead. Well, you don't have dead to, kid. You don't have dead to kids are gonna be that. laying on these streets here soon. You are making it seem very. And we know this. We know this, and you're out there playing an instrument. When we know what's going to happen to this kid. What are we going to do about it? You guys That's yell. what I would like to do. Your voices about the dead kid just echo through the, the empty... Uh, Perfect. Uh, uh, the roads, you know, underneath our uh, Narquellian. And uh, you guys do know that uh, uh, supposedly the boogeyman keeps the kid for a month, and then bad things happen. Yeah. Until then, they're treated pretty well from what you've heard. Yeah, so it's almost basically used half his time. We're almost, we're almost halfway a through. A fourth. Yeah. Week and a half. Oh, Listen, week and a half, okay. Yeah. We know who the boogeyman is, Tumblr Venomstar. Mm-hmm. And if we go try and, st- like, I don't want to sound, like, really bad right now, but if we go try to <laughs> stop him. We'll be just as good as that kid in the month. Yeah, so then You're the kid the will be dead. You're the one that tried to <laughs> kill him before you even knew that he had a kid. You were just like, wait, you you told me in the past that you messed with kids? I'm going to kill you. Now he has a kid, and you're like, well, maybe we should just let him kill him. Yeah, because you pushed my shit in. He, <laughs> <laughs> he almost murdered me instantly. I can't believe. And you. I can't believe. And Tilly. I can't believe. You right but now. if we go and try to do something against them right now, then the whole town is probably going to be destroyed. Yeah. Well, hey, it's just a kid's life, right? Whatever. Uh, compared to a whole town? Yeah. It's just a kid's life. Whatever, man. <laughs> I try to be good. I try to be good. I try to be good. a good. Can I make a history check on Gust Spring or whatever you said? Sure. That's a nine. With a nine, it is not a familiar name. It is not a name that is historically significant. You don't know the name offhand. So uh, what do you want to do then? You want to go after this kid? Jandar? 
No one else seems to be. But you didn't say, do you want to go after this kid? Well, you do know there is somebody else in town who is trying to look for the kid. Hilda. Hilda. I mean, there is somebody researching and and, uh, potentially investigating. So are we going to the Payne Chateau or are we going to find this kid? What what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I'm asking you. You want to play more tunes? I was trying to liven the mood. Liven the mood. Yes. From a bunch of deadbeats that are out there looking for looking for people. You think they're going to get fair any better finding Telomere Venom Star than we are? I mean, they're going to get murdered themselves quicker than we will. Yeah. Well. Then no one's going to know. First of all, other people are going to be disappearing. First of all, they didn't even know who they were looking for until we walked in there. So as far as they're concerned, they were looking for a kid that ran away. Exactly. Yet they sat in a bar drinking. I'm sorry that you like to be an alcoholic and you want to hang out with your kind. I'm not. So we either go look for this kid or we go on our mission and shut up. I don't care if one of you pick or both of you pick. I don't care. I mean, it is night. You might want to go to bed and then go to the paint chateau or look for the uh, the kid. True. Yeah, we can't even go talk to Hilda right now anyways. Probably. Assuming that the shop is closed. I would assume so. I want to go get some rest, and then my vote in the morning is for going to find my father in the Northeast. <laughs> just random direction. We don't even yep. have the... Ugh. We're just going to walk into the Northeast, so you guys have to decide where we're going to go. Well, that means Alistair has to decide. Let's go to to the church. Okay. So you guys head to the United Zellfire Church of Light. Uh, let's see. Uh, yep, uh, you have Esther Moonflower there. Uh, she greets you guys as you walk in, uh, and she lets you know that she's not had any messages herself, uh, but she, you know, has been uh, trying to, you know, figure out what she can for you guys, you know, while you've not been around. Cool. We let her know about uh, Telomere and what we think we know about the kid, because I don't know if we told her about that. She knew about the kid because she, uh, Hilda, had come to the church to look for you guys, and so she had overheard everything that was going on. Okay. Uh, She knows. She knows that it's a. it's not just a, like a runaway child. She lets you know that Hilda has been looking around in the city and trying to, to maybe find a location, uh, maybe even looking outside the city. Uh, uh, Hilda's, you know, been looking around, but, uh, you know, uh, Esther you know, has a church to run, so she can only do so much herself. And she's also trying to research into the, you know, these creepy things going on with you guys, too. Anything else we need to tell her, or we're we just here to rest and move on with our. St- yeah, you guys can just go to bed. Just yeah, just rest up. Absolutely. Uh, so I believe the last time you guys woke up, I did not force this on you, but uh, today I'm not gonna forget. Make a wisdom saving throw for each of you. Dang, Damn. I was hoping he wouldn't remember. He did forget last time. I was very happy. <laughs> Eighteen. Oh wait, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Twenty. You're Un- fine. Unnatural. Fifteen. 15? 18. You guys are fine. You wake up and the book has not been mysteriously read. Good for you guys. Yay. Yay. So Joy. you guys <laughs> get up the, the next morning <laughs> and uh, did you guys want to make another trek to uh, head towards the Pain Chateau? Or are you guys looking for Telomere Venom Star? What would you guys like to do? I want to go to the Chateau. Chateau? 
I, t- I said we're going where he's going. Sure. So if he wants to ban the child, then we'll go to Chateau. <laughs> yep. I mean, the child isn't abandoned for another, uh, what, two and a half weeks? Yeah, the second we get to the Chateau and all of a sudden there's some sort of crazy situation and four weeks go by and then we come back and, you know. I mean, I can't tell you what's going to happen I know. there. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm not saying anybody can, but... Time doesn't. I can't. Oh, oh, yeah, we got time, and then we come back, and you know the the, the dude that we just ran a mission for decided to destroy the whole the whole, <laughs> the whole city end. and get murdered. <laughs> so you know, don't I mean, tell that, that don't tell me abruptly. we have time. Okay, <laughs> I've already lived through plenty of adventures where time fucked us. <laughs> All right, let's go to the chateau. Fair enough. So you guys pack up your stuff and you head towards the paint chateau. Go ahead and make me survival check to find your way. <laughs> Survival check to find food and water. Perception to find your way. And if you want to switch out with stealth for anything, then let me know. I'm rolling a survival check with advantage because we're in the woods. Yep, you are. I'm not rolling until he does. <clears throat> now I'll take my 19 or should I take my natural 20? There we go. Shut up, Craig. <laughs> no one likes you. <laughs> I got a natural 20 as well on my perception <laughs> check. Oh. Now, Tilly, you better have gotten a natural 20 to round this out. Mm-hmm. Nope, I didn't. Aww. I got an unnatural 20, though. Well, that's not <laughs> too bad. Uh, so, Tilly does indeed find food and water. Scrub. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she scrubbed up some food and water for us. Yeah. Uh, so, Jandar, you find your way quite easily uh, at this point now. Uh, maybe it was because it was a little later in the morning or something when you were looking before. Who knows? But I told you I didn't want I didn't want Alistair to not be able to talk to Moonflower. It was all <laughs> planned, <laughs> of course. And so you uh, start taking him down this uh, uh, trail that leads off the main road, and uh, it starts getting a little bit more overgrown. And in the distance, on a hill, as you as you're hitting, you know, the evening is a giant mansion. With your perception check, Alistair, you. Uh, like as soon as you go off the the main road and you're on this like kind of like offshoot that leads to the the chateau, everything gets kind of eerily quiet. Like birds stop chirping. You don't hear insects. You don't hear like you know frogs out in the woods. You don't hear anything. No, nothing. It's just this weird eerie silence. And your guys's footprints are the, the only noise you hear heading in. You know up into this giant you know big mansion and sure enough as the sun's setting you see the pain chateau i thought you said this was burned down and then we were told it wasn't yeah gorn but, saw it. but i mean gorn's an orc so i thought he was lying i guess he's not it seems like it's a big mansion it's uh, about three stories uh it looks like they're from from the angle you're at right now as you look up like at this hill uh it looks like there's like maybe like two uh main wings and then like sort of like a central portion of the mansion uh so i mean it's it's real big it looks real ritzy uh you see uh up my alley Indeed. Uh, along the trail that leads from this, like, offshoot road up to the, uh, the like, the main door of the, the chateau, <coughs> uh, there's the occasional, like, marble statue, which is does look older. You know, there's, like, moss covering them and stuff. I'd take a deep breath and go, 
All right, let's do this shit and just walk right up to the front door and try to go in. Sure. Tilly starts heading up the the trail and uh, going to the front door. Uh, It does look like uh, there's a a wide open area around the mansion as well, so there could feasibly be something in the back as well. Uh, But uh, you guys, or at the very least, Tilly starts heading up to the front door. Uh, Jandar and Alistair, are you following? Yeah. I am. Yes. So the three of you walk up to the front door of the Payne Chateau. What would you like to do? Go Open for the it, door. Knock. No, you knock. That's rude. You don't just walk into someone's no, home. I just want to knock on the door. Nobody lives here. This place was burnt down. I don't trust it. It's not even real. It's a figment. Touch it. Yeah, to re- reach out and try to grab the door handle. You go out and you try to touch the door handle. And you get a hold of it. And sure enough, there's a door handle there. Do you want to Twist it and open it? Yes. Go ahead and roll a d20. Damn. Four. You try the, <laughs> the doorknob and it's locked. Tilly, open the door. I can't. It's locked. Oh. Well, we knock then. Okay. Like normal on, human beings. I knock on the door. Normal mortal beings? Mortal beings, yeah. She's a no. Yeah, I'm not even a human and being. You're so Whatever. I'm a human you being. You knock on the door? Yeah, but I, I like... I like Take a step back and then, like, drop kick the door. <laughs> Which does nothing because you're, like, two feet tall. Right, right, it's right. So it's, like a, so it's like a normal knock. Uh, natural 20, strength oh, check. Oh, door a- kicks wide open. <laughs> oh, no. Door smashes the lock. Just, like, I, maybe it was old. You have no idea, but regardless, I the thing smashes was, open. I knew it. I knew. Oh, the second he ruled. Oh, my God. Tilly, we thought you were going to knock. Okay, so, so I close the door, and then I knock. <laughs> and there's a slight knock. And no answer. Nobody's home, so I drop kick it again open. And you uh, kick it again, and the door swings open because the lock is smashed off. You're ridiculous, Tilly. <laughs> you told me to knock, so... Yeah, knock, not break the thing. Okay, listen. Every once in a while, I channel the energy of Chuck Norris, okay? <laughs> of who? who? <laughs> I, don't know, I saw her... John Birchman? It's another play <laughs> that we saw in the city or something. Yeah. Oh, the one with the, the automatons, right. Yeah, I think yeah, I remember yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, so... The, the door swings open, and you're in the antechamber of this mansion, and it looks pretty nice. It looks doesn't look like it's super old. Uh, it looks like it's maybe a little unkempt. There's, like, some dust, you know, but not enough to the point where it should be, as like, you know, as old as it is, but it certainly doesn't look burned down. This is, this is spooky, it. guys. Why it looks like a, it's, it's a house? I don't know. It was supposed to be burned down, and it's not. I didn't. I don't know. This place is spooky, and it has to do with the book. We know we're we know we're in for some weird shit. How do we know this has? How do we know we didn't just break in to someone's house? We don't even know that this is the paint. I, I go look at the mailbox. Does it say paint chateau? Um, there's no mailbox per se, <laughs> as as this is uh, a medieval fantasy setting. I'm afraid. Uh, but uh, when you look out, <laughs> <laughs> what about email? Can I can I check my email and see if there's something? Afraid not. Oh. Uh, you look out onto the 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 field, and uh, you do see that the the like the porcelain statues that lead up to the door are tieflings. You know that the Payne family was supposedly a family of tieflings. 
I also know that there's just a whole group of creatures in the world that are tieflings. So again, we could be trespassing right now on someone's property, and you're just like, this is weird. We should just ransack the place. I didn't, what? <laughs> Wait, why did I say that? I didn't say it. <laughs> this is She's where we're the going. one that kicked the door down. I said knock. Right, I'm going to yell, hello. You're an enabler. You're an enabler. <laughs> what? Hello. And your echoed voice comes back. Anybody there? Anybody there? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> and it just echoes back. I don't think anybody's here, guys. Brutus? You call out for Brutus. No answer. Nothing in the darkness of the mansion comes bouncing back. Should we should we go look for him? The mansion seems very dark. The sun is setting, and there it seems like there's some light from windows streaming through. Uh, but soon enough, it will be dark, and you wouldn't be able to see. Do we see any candles? Oh, or anything I'll be nearby? able to see. Well, the two with dark vision will be able to see, but not you. Yeah, Alistair. is there any candles or anything nearby, or any like sconces on the wall I can light? I uh, yeah, you you, you uh, there are. Okay. I mean, with the mailboxes and stuff, why don't you just flip the switch and turn the lights on? What does that mean? <laughs> He's being a jerk. I don't know what that means. Flip what switch? Good, good. You're back. You're back. You're back. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll use light my lantern, but I'll also light any like wall fixtures that can just light the just light the house on fire. It's not supposed to be here. <laughs> well, I mean, it did come back. <laughs> maybe let's, that's it. let's burn it to the ground before it can burn us. Maybe so it's that, that. Maybe that's its superpower. <laughs> it can burn down and come back up in one day. So you guys are in the antechamber. <laughs> so houses have superpowers now. Okay. Yeah. All right. You guys are in the antechamber, uh, the sort of the d- entryway of this place. Uh, up ahead, you see, well, to the right, you see that there's like a like a like a coat room, uh, and uh, uh, to the left looks like it's just some like closet or something. Uh, but up ahead, you do see uh, what looks to be the grand foyer. Uh, and uh, you see the spiral, like the staircase, kind of spiral up uh, to the second floor, and then otherwise, uh, uh, you see uh, there's like a further beyond the grand foyer is uh, what looks to be maybe like a uh, a doorway that's closed. But this is just from you in the entryway. Until you're in the grand foyer, you wouldn't know for sure. I'll tell you any doors you want to kick down. I mean, you just show me to a door and I'll kick it down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go check out uh, check out the coat room. I like coats. Are you stealing stuff now? I just want to try like some on. Coats. I just want to try some. I want to try them on. I'm a fan of coats. Sure, make an investigation check. Six. <laughs> With a six, you uh, you sort of like take a peek into the the coat room, and it's it's very small. Uh, it doesn't look like there's a lot of coats hung up. Uh, it looks like there's uh, uh, maybe a few uh, like uh, uh, you know jackets or whatever, but nothing seems especially no- excuse me noteworthy. Nothing that would like identify that this is the Pinchetto. Nothing that catches your eye. No, no jackets have like an insignia that say "Pain." Sh- you know, this is a <laughs> I'm a member of, of a members chateau. only jackets. Yeah, member <laughs> o- member of the Pain Chateau. You know, nothing like that. I visited the Pain Chateau and it was <laughs> like a and all I got was shirt. this. Yeah, yeah all I got was this lousy shirt. <laughs> I went to the Pain Chateau and all I got was uh, this loss of sanity and this lousy shirt. <laughs> yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> okay, let's. I guess explore around. You guys are being really quiet. Are you? You scared? I mean, we just broke into somebody's house. 
So you're Tilly. Scared. Tilly. I'm not I'm, scared. No, I'm not I'm scared. Okay. I right, kicked you know the what? door down, Mr. I don't want to talk no, to something here in the we basement go. of a Narquellian. Here we go. This is fine. If you wanna go if you wanna go and question question if I'm scared or not, I'm gonna bolt into the uh down down the hall to that closed door that you're talking about, or at least move into the next room. Sure. Well ahead of them. With Absolutely. no lights. Because I don't care. Well, I mean, well, you, you can see. see in the dark anyway. No so. one knows that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Whatever. I'm a badass, okay? <laughs> I think it's pretty well known, but okay. Anybody that's in that room, they're going to walk in and be like, what is this guy doing? Exactly. That's all that matters. <laughs> Let's go. Jane Dart, make a perception check. <clears throat> that is... <sighs> 13. With a 13, you hear the sound of a door closing on the second floor. And as you walk in, you look around, and in the grand foyer, you see uh, a hall to the left and to the right, and then there's a door closed in front of you, and there's these staircases that lead to the second floor. Did they hear that, or just me? I mean, you're the only one who darted forward, so just you right now. Now I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Guys, get here. There's someone in here. What? I go running over to Jandar. Yeah, we'll run over. What? Yeah, what you scares guys, you? Like, what's up, man? You see, as I described to Jandar, everything that's going on, uh, or everything that's you see, hall left, hall right, uh, a uh, door uh, leading forward uh, into the building, and then otherwise the staircase up, and Jandar heard. I heard a door close on the second floor. Oh, man. You are right. It is scary. This painting is ugly. Yeah, it looks a lot like you. You... <laughs> Uh, make a perception check, uh, uh, Alistair. Mm-hmm. That would be 22. With the 22, you do indeed see a, uh, a portrait of a uh, tiefling. Oh. And uh, uh, it does look like there's a name in Infernal on the uh, portrait. Does anyone speak Infernal? I don't. I do not. Nope. You look at it. You're not sure what the name is, but regardless, it is a tiefling. Hmm. So you heard a noise, and there's this pain. I in heard here. a door close, not a noise. A door. That's a noise. Oh, so it's Brutus, probably. Let's go take a look. Brutus. You shout for Brutus. There's no response. Well, lead the way, fearless leader. Did you want to walk up to the painting, Tilly? Well, I don't want to walk up to the painting. I don't want to walk up the stairs to go see who's up there. Sure. I'll walk up to the painting. I'm already there. Well, you're kind of already there. I mean, you you walk up, you look at it, and uh, it's a uh, uh, a very like large frame tiefling with horns that kind of like sh- you know kind of uh, go forward off its skull and kind of curve up, and uh, looks uh, has a very somber expression on his face. Whoever this is, very finely dressed. I mock the I mock the uh, portrait and try to make the face. Man, you're racist. I uh, roll a d twenty. I'm having to do with. I'm just trying to see if it's anything like you know, like some paintings that we've heard seen in plays that like have souls inside of them. You know, that do weird things. Like, there's just a lot of good plays in the city. Uh, what am I rolling? It's just, just a d twenty. Eight a, with an eight. You make some funny expressions at the painting. Painting remains a painting. It does I not look do right anything. At the, I look right at the painting. I go, that's what I thought. And turn away. 
You, <laughs> I, I would make you roll an intimidate check, but the painting will do nothing in return. That's right, painting. Uh, I walk up to the painting, and then I like look over my shoulder to the empty space next to me, and I go, hey, what do you think this painting is of? No response. Damn. <laughs> Tilly, why do you keep talking to yourself? <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to communicate with our fourth team member. Oh, I don't want to communicate with them. She only talks to Jandar. Is it a she? I I would like to imagine it's a she. Could be, you know. It's t- whatever. Let's go tiresome to traveling with two dudes all the second time. Second floor. Sure, you guys walk, uh, uh, you know, up and around the staircase. It kind of coils up to the second floor, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, one of those uh, uh, mansions where like the staircase is split in two. You can like go up either side to get yeah. to the second floor. Uh, so it's like these two staircases. The second floor. You guys walk up, and uh. And you guys are sort of looking around, right? Trying yeah. to find where this noise came from? Make a perception check, each of you. Fifteen. And what'd you guys get? I'm sorry, sixteen. Sixteen, okay. Thirteen. Twenty-five. With a thirteen, you... Uh, Tilly, under one of the doors, you see, uh, uh, you know, like when there's some like light streaming from underneath, but somebody walks by, like the shadow sort of fluctuates. Mm-hmm. You sort of see in one of the the these rooms off to the side, the shadow just sort of like fl- like flicker almost. Uh, Alistair, you I uh, I uh, hear uh, noise coming from one of the rooms on the second floor. I uh, it I. Uh, it almost sounds like muffled talking, like you know, somebody like having a con, like speaking, you know. And uh, you got a 24? 25. A 25, my apologies. <laughs> so with a 25, you, as you get to the second floor and you start like, you know, kind of like seeing what they're seeing and stuff and, he- you know, hearing that talking down the hall, uh, you see uh, a form out of the corner of your eye down on the first floor walk to the uh, the hallway to the right. Like, you know, almost as if they, like, walked from one hall to the other side and just, like, walked past you guys and didn't even mind you. And this looked like a normal, like, solid creature? Me- seemed medium size, maybe uh, around your guys' height. Well, not Tilly's height, but, uh, uh, you know, somewhere around there. And it seemed like the person just sort of walked right through. Like, you know, right across the hall and then into the, uh, the, uh, it would be like the, uh, we'll say the uh, eastern hall. The east wing, first floor east wing, so to speak. All right, well, I let, I let them know that, I, that what I just saw so that they're aware that something just moved downstairs. There's also, I heard some muff, like, speaking in this room. Yeah, and there's somebody in this room over here to the right because well, I can see shadows in the light. Let's go into Alistair's room. You want to go in there? Yeah. You don't want to split up in three directions? No. <laughs> no, no. You that sure? Is, that is not what I want. You saw a person, though, down there. I know there's someone here that would like us to do that, but it's not me. Um. Yeah, let's go into the room with your muffled talk. Let's have a conversation. Let's figure out whose house this really is. You open the door, and you see a tiefling woman. Uh, her horns kind of like coil, like uh, uh, like they're more. They don't go up very tall. They're sort of more compact, almost like a ram's horns, and uh, and she's staring down at a bed, aghast. And in the bed is a dead corpse, 
of a woman with red hair. Seems to be human. She's like bloody and like her eyes look like, you know, white, like whited out. And in the bed is a child, a tiefling child who's just sort of like open mouth staring with wide eyed at this dead body in the bed. And like there's on the other side of the room is like maybe like a child's dresser. It looks like it's very, uh, uh, very like whimsically carved this like you know the furniture in this room and the the woman is in hysterics and looks up at you guys and she's like what what is this what what's going on here and somebody walks right past you guys in the doorway and it looks like the the tiefling that you saw in the portrait and he's all bloody and he looks to you three and he just closes the door Oh my! So now we're in the room. No, you're outside. You opened the door. You saw this as it's from the hallway. Whoever this person was walked like right through you guys into the room. This tiefling with blood splatters all over him, and he just turned to look at you and closed the door. You guys, you I think a ghost just walked right past us. You want me to kick this door back open? No. Well, guy, uh, I don't know. Can we? <laughs> is the door locked? You swing open the wide the door, and it's empty. It looks like a child's nursery. There's a small bed. There's a dresser that's oh, God. carved to look like it's the, the same, you know, same whimsically carved, you know, uh, furniture you saw. But there's nothing there. I knew it. I knew the second we walked in this. I just turned to the group. I go, I bet you anything we can't even walk out of this house right now. <laughs> the front doors swing closed. Well, when you speak it out loud, <laughs> sometimes comes into being. I bet yeah. you that we can walk straight out these doors right now in the front. Go ahead, Tilly. Give it a try. <laughs> we'll yeah. watch from up here. We gotta get yeah, a, we'll, get we'll, we'll stand from here in front of this room and no, we just saw a murder happen. I was just testing to see if they would swing back open. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they did not, no. Okay, so uh, Tilly, let's go check your room out that All right, you saw. Yeah. Like I want to investigate this room. You can take a look around. You've only like opened the door and seen that it's there's no bo- dead body in the bed. There's no ch- tiefling child. There's no tiefling woman, and <sighs> the tiefling man who is bloodstained is nowhere to be seen. How about I let you walk into that room and investigate, and I'll stand here and keep guard for you. Okay. Because sure. I don't think we should all walk into that room. All right, I'll go first. Yay. Alistair, you step into the room, and nothing seems to happen. You want to make an investigation check? Sure. By all means. And what you get? Ten. With a ten, you look around, you open a few of the drawers, and it's like children's clothing. And you close it up. Uh, in one corner of the room, you see uh, uh, almost like it, at first it kind of like makes you a little leery. Because it almost looks like a, a little tiny wooden jail walls. And then you realize it's sort of a crib that's been like disassembled and put in a corner. Oh, okay. And, uh, and you look around and you don't really see much else. What about the bed? You go to the bed and you, you know, like lift the covers up. I guess I pull the sheets back. And you pull the sheets back, and there's nothing. Is there anywhere else on the bed you wanted to look? Under the pillows? You look under the pillows, and there's nothing. 
under the bed and you look under the bed and stained under the wood like under the bed on the wood it's just this dark black red stain as if there was a blood that pooled there a long time ago I reach out and touch it <laughs> touch it not you, like my hand just like a finger like and you touch it <laughs> yeah whatever and you bring your finger back and it's stained into the wood it happened so long ago that there's no way that there it you know it leaves a mark on the finger okay we're just going to get up slowly and you get up and you look to Tilly and Jandar yeah and they're just staring at you from the doorway I'm going to walk slowly to them with my head down and my hands behind my back. You guys see Alistair. He's investigating the room, and he walks up to you guys. So? I found something. What? And I bring my hands out forward, cupped in each other's hand, and I go, here, look. And I put up a middle finger. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't find anything in this and room. And I kick him in the <laughs> shin and say, Tilly, let's go to the next but room. But there's blood stained in the wood under the bed. I was going to say, you you can't say you didn't find anything when you found a blood stain <laughs> yeah, under a child's bed. Under, this is a child's room, and there's blood stained under the bed. Mm-hmm. Which is right where we saw the woman, the dead woman on the bed. Yep. yep. <sighs> okay, Tilly, your turn. Let's go. Uh, let's go see what else is going on here. Yeah, Tilly, you wanted to go making a hole in the kick sense. open the front door again, right? No, no, no. no. She had her own door. Into my other. She had a door with like there, a another shadow. door. Well, Bob, yeah, yeah. what's behind door number two? Yeah. So you walk up to the the door where the the shadows were, uh, uh, you know, sort of like kind of playing under the door. And do you want to quietly open the door? Or do you want to? No, I want to. Bu- I want to bust it open and be like, "Gotcha, bitch!" <laughs> you yell that. <laughs> open the door. And you see a tree outside a window moving in the wind, and the last traces of sunlight are flickering in the room. I want to investigate. Make an investigation check. Alistair makes 14. the sound of wind <laughs> from the hallway. With a 14, you uh, search around the room, and there, there doesn't seem to be much. It looks like this is like a guest room, but there's, uh, or or maybe it was where staff worked or, or like lived or something. You're you're not sure, but regardless, you don't really find too much. I, uh, you I uh, I, uh, you see that there's a uh, uh, like a, a a big mirror, you know, at like a uh, like a vanity essentially in the room. Which I mean, even for. Like, mirrors tend to be a little on the pricier side. So, I mean, for, for a, a guest room or even a staff room to have, like, a vanity in it is kind of, you know, seemed like they were well-to-do. But you don't really see much else. I go look in the mirror. And you see yourself. You see you. Uh, you seem sort of tired. You seem sort of maybe a little on edge. But it's you. Okay. Despite well, everything that's happened. Well, Tilly's looking in, at the mirror. Is, is the mirror facing us, or is it away from us? Or like, is it I would back say to us? it's uh, like it, if you're walking into the room, the vanity is on the left wall, and it's facing like the mirror is facing the like the right side of the room. Okay, like Tilly, what's in the corner over there? I point to a corner in the back of the room. I don't know. I like to investigate the corner, and then I, <laughs> she's going in there. I'm like, Jander, are you ready for this? Okay, you ready? 
right? You do it. And then I grab the handle of the door and I slam it shut and I go, ah, ah, ah! <laughs> uh, make a performance check. <laughs> Tilly, uh, make, uh, well, make a performance check with disadvantage. Tilly, make a, uh, uh, insight check with advantage. Alistair, you actually have a smirk out of me only for one reason. Only for one reason. I was literally going to do this to you in the last room, and I decided not to. I decided against it, and then you did it to Tilly, so I'm slightly amused. Good. Do I get advantage because of that? No. You have disadvantage. Oh, I got to roll twice? And take the worst result. I don't need which one was I? (laughs) Which one was I? uh? Uh, You were inside. (laughs) It doesn't even matter, dude. It doesn't even matter. It's not going to matter. Oh, it's going to because I've got a 26. Six. No. no, it doesn't matter. Because he rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> three. Uh, Ooh, that one. is number three, isn't it? I'm just saying, back when I had this unlucky roll, I almost died to a dire rat. So <laughs> make it make it count, Craig. Yeah, Craig. A dire rat jumps out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair, you slam the door shut and you start yelling and and Jandar look, looks away with like a weird like a smirk on his face and as you're screaming and Jandar's like turned to look down the other hall you look to the left and you see uh, a form sort of like come around the like uh, the uh, corner as if they walked up the staircase and it looks like a maid it's a tiefling in like a maid's uniform with like the apron and the black long dress and uh, as she steps cl- uh, closer and close, like she starts walking up to you. Oh, sorry, miss. I just kind of like step back if she's going towards the door or something. Jandar, you turn around and see him ta- or hear him talking to somebody, and you see the image of a uh, what looks to be a, a maid, a tiefling maid, but she has a giant gaping wound in the top of her head, and blood is just oozing down. Did, wait, did you see that? She looked normal to you? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, she looked normal to me. Why? She's got a giant. She's bleeding all over her face. She's got a huge gash on her face. What are you talking about? You t- you turn to Jandar and hear what he says, and you turn, and she has a giant gaping wound on the top of her oh, head. Oh God! Blood is just oozing out. Ugh. Are you okay? And she holds out her hand, and she goes, "I am sorry, Master." And she just explodes with blood. <laughs> Alistair, you take uh, 15 damage. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I don't normally do this, but high five for, for Craig right here. Let's get Yeah, there we go. All right. I uh, like that. Blood explodes out. That's the most out. shady high five I've ever seen. It's, it's got to be shady. Yeah, pretty much. I... Uh, Tilly, you hear a commotion, and like the commotion that you you you're like, you know what? They're just messing with me. And then suddenly you hear a scream and that sound of like, <laughs> and that sounds legit. I run out and check on the screaming, and it's Alistair, and he's just drenched in blood, and there's just this pile of blood on the ground. I was like, what happened out here? <sighs> <laughs> Are you okay? I heard you screaming. <laughs> I, I turned to Alistair. I'm like, okay, the prank's over. That was a good one, man. That was a good one. You really got. <laughs> that was so so scary. So I I tell Tilly, hey, um, I need we, a cloth, please. Someone have any soap? Alistair was playing a joke on you. Then we turned around and there was like this maid walking towards him. 
but I, but she had a giant gash in her head and she was bleeding out of her head. And then the next thing I know, she exploded on me. Yes, <laughs> yes, that was the next thing. Wait, I know. wait, wait. So what you're telling me is that you're trying to pull a prank on me, and then you got maid bombed. Yes. I don't know if that's a thing. It's gross though. Alistair, you go to like wipe the blood off your face <laughs> and like just like squeegee it off your face, and you look down and there's no blood. What the fuck? <laughs> And you look down, and there's no stain on the ground anymore. The damage you took is still there. You still hurt. Like, your flesh is still seared from just, like, the explosion of blood. But there's nothing on you. And you guys look, and sure enough, Alistair has nothing on him anymore. So Tilly Tilly saw the blood for a second, though, right? Oh, sure. Okay. What the fuck? What is going on? I hurt. This is gross. I don't like this place. Let's leave. You can try leaving. No, no, yeah, not, no. Yeah. What no, person just for? exploded in front of me? <laughs> we came here for a reason, Alistair. You wanted to come here. What are we trying to figure out? I, I thought we could find some information on the book because Brutus was the last one of the group. He's the one that was. All right. Well, I saw it. From, I saw somebody. Well, you're told. I saw somebody come from the left hallway to the right. Right, like from. So let's go back down to the first floor. And let's go. I'm not wh- going forward. Let's go where they came from. I'm not going forward first. Someone else go in front of me. All right, I'll go. Tilly, you start walking. So you guys are heading down the stairs to the grand foyer, and then to wh- wh- the hallway sorry, to the, the left. Where were that, there any other rooms upstairs that we didn't look at? There are plenty of guest rooms, but oh. nothing else catches your attention. Like okay. there's, I mean, you can go like just start kicking open doors and looking around, but okay, uh, no. you know, yeah, there I'm good at any- kicking open doors. This is a really big place. There's a whole lot of rooms. Uh, but I, uh, so yeah. you want to head down to the first floor though? Yeah. So you guys head down to the first floor and I, uh, as you guys are like coming down the stairs, you hear a voice at the, uh, the front door. Hello. And you shout and they don't seem to respond to you, but you start picking up their conversation. Make a pers- uh, uh, perception check as you head down. Unnatural 20. Tilly, even uh, uh, from the sort of the top of the stairs, you start hearing the conversation. And the uh, voice says, I am Brutus Payne, sir. And who might you be? And a voice responds and says, I, uh, I've heard that you're looking for a ring for your fiance. Oh. And the, the man named Brutus goes, yes, I have been looking for a, the, the most exquisite ring for the most exquisite wife. And he goes, well, I have just the thing for you. And as you guys come down the stairs and look down, you see the the frame of the, the large built uh, or large framed uh, uh, tiefling. You know, his horns shoot up. And down at the end, uh, right through the antechamber into the front door, you see a familiar looking face. He has sort of platinum silver hair. Uh, he has... Uh, his eyes sort of have like a, a weird kind of sheen to them. Like they kind of look grayish. Uh, he's uh, has no facial hair, almost to the point where it almost looks like unnatural. And like almost like his body's like pale and like a mannequin. And he's in like a white robe and he's holding out a box with a ring with a black crystal on it. Ugh. And he goes, I have just the thing for you. This is the world's most wonderful wedding ring because when times are tough and you feel like your marriage has hit a brick wall, all you need to do is 
swallow the gemstone. And he says, swallow the gemstone? He says, we'll not ever have such a need for bad times in my future, you see. And he goes, well, it is a very rare item. I still think it would be a wonderful gift. And the form pitching the ring looks and sees you three and smiles. And Brutus Payne turns and looks and he says, well, did you just see somebody? He goes, oh, must have been some of your staff. I think I met him at a party once. And you guys step forward to see what's going on and maybe confirm who this is. Mm-hmm. And the doors close suddenly and those images are no longer there. That was the front door? That was the front door where you had just come from. But for the life of you, you're sure that you saw the platinum-haired human who was pitching the ring. If you'd like to make an intelligence check because you can't quite place it, I could always help you out. I placed the the voice. Yeah. Ah, then you do know that that seemed like that was a non-real sin. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh Some boy! And weird we, shit went down. Well, and let's be honest, the black stone—we know what that is too, because we're carrying them. Shard of the Black Pyramid. We have two of them. So now we're starting to figure out what might have happened here. Yeah, clearly an honorable sin was behind all of this from the beginning. Hmm. I don't know, man. Potentially, perhaps. <sighs> what happens if I walk up to the front door and try to open it? Roll a d twenty. Fifteen. You open the door, swings open. There's no lock mechanism. Tilly kicked it off. I'm staring at the outside. And you're looking outside. Where did you see that person come from? The sun's setting in the distance and darkness is setting in. I turn back to show Alistair the direction of where this person came from that I saw. Yep, so they left the West Wing Hall on the first floor and headed to the East Wing Hall. So we want to go to the West Wing Hall. Where the person came from? Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. Absolutely. Guys, Um, this is starting to kind of creep me out. I don't know if I want to be spending the night in this chateau. What, what say you we go out and uh, you know make camp a little bit away from the house and then pick this back up in the morning? What would you like to do? Alistair, what do you think? I don't know. I think... We're here. I mean, I don't know. I got freaked out because a lady exploded in front of me. Yeah, it's kind of weird to have that happen. Just be like, let's go make camp and come back. And <laughs> yeah, I'd like to get this place over and done with as fast as possible. Okay. I don't know. That's just how I feel. It's creeping me out, and I don't feel like if I leave, I'm gonna want to come back in. Or I feel like, for some reason, I feel like if we leave camp and then we come back this house is gonna be gone or something yeah we come back <laughs> supposedly it was supposed to be gone already right. it was supposed to be gone this is our chance to maybe get some sort of lead on the book and what the hell's going on with us all right so are we going to the, the west side of oh. this house sure. the hall that that person came from yeah yep okay. absolutely so you guys walk into the uh the the west wing hall and you see three doors uh, in this hallway. Uh, and the hall just seems to sort of just stretch. It just keeps going and going. And uh, 
you see three different rooms. Uh, one is listed as the, let's see, uh, the music hall. There's a ballroom and a billiards room. Ooh, music hall. Ooh. I'll take the billiards room. Are you guys splitting up? Uh, no. You guys want to make this quick. Like, the only no, way to make this quick. you want to make it quick. No, I wanted to go camp and then take some my time investigating this tomorrow. You guys said you wanted to just get this done with. I just feel like so this place is going to be gone. And if then if we split it. up and, you know, right, cover what, more ground. What were, my, what were the options? Billiards, music, and ball. And what did, what did he... What He's going to the billiards. She's going to the billiards. I'll take whichever room you guys don't want to take. The music room sounds interesting to me. I'm going to the billiards room. I'll take the ballroom. Wonderful, you're all splitting up. Now I'm going to the ballroom. <laughs> and now I'm going I'm, to the billiards room. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm sticking to the billiards room. Billiards oh. room, you're going to the ballroom, Tilly? I'm just trying to find Ball Tilly room. over and over again. And you're going to a music room? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so the uh, ballroom is the uh, the fastest to get there. It's the the door that's you know pretty much right there. Uh, so Tilly, you're walking in there. Yes. You walk inside the ballroom and you see uh, it, it looks like it's a, a really large chamber. Uh, it looks like there's a lot of space for like you know maybe dancing or setting up like you know some kind of event. Uh, but uh, a lot of like tables are sort of like piled up like you know sort of on their backs and like stacked on top of each other in a side of the room. Uh, it looks like there's like uh, uh, some chairs that have like sheets over them and stuff. And uh, otherwise in the center of the room, is a human woman. She seems to be wearing like a uh, like a green kind of like a tunic. Uh, she seems to be in armor. She has a bow on her back. She has long red hair that's tied up in uh, braids, and she has her back to you. I go, uh, Miss. Uh, Jandar and uh, uh, Alistair are going to make me perception checks as you guys head in opposite directions and see if you hear Tilly talking. That would be a natural one. Ooh, first, second, 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 fifteen. With a fifteen, uh, you, uh, uh, you hear Tilly, uh, speaking, uh, like to somebody as you start walking uh, down the hall. Uh, and as you turn and look, you see Jandar almost go to stop, and you just think to yourself, "Oh, it's just she's talking to Jandar," and you turn and keep walking. And Jandar, you heard nothing. You almost were going to stop, and then you kept walking. Tilly, all on your own. You say hello to this person, and they don't turn their back. What was the name of the elf that helped us with the spirit wolf? It wasn't an elf. Or uh, wasn't it wasn't a human? Amelia? With, You're talking yeah, about Amelia? With red hair and braids. I'm, I'm feeling like this might be... Oh, she uh, no, Amelia. she was a halfling. Uh, this is okay. uh, clearly a human. Uh, a human. Yeah, uh, uh, Amelia Sunflower was the uh, the halfling that you guys had met. Okay, so this person doesn't. Can I like do a, an investigation check or something to see if I can like pinpoint who this might be? I uh, yeah. In fact, uh, this is somebody you just saw recently. This looks to be the same frame, build, and hair color of the woman that was dead in that bed. I just want to slowly walk up to her and be like, what What happened here? You ask what happened, and the woman slowly kind of turns, and you see uh, uh, her, like, neck kind of bobbles a bit, and as she turns around, you see there's a giant, like, cleave mark in her neck. 
and it just sort of bounces a bit, and blood just sort of spurts out. I rush up and try to heal her. You go to try to heal her, and your spell fizzles. Heal spells only work on the living. And the woman grabs the bow off her back, knocks back an arrow, and points it down at you, Tilly, and lets go of the bow. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.